0: time We fire up the old radio dial here at the Tough City Radio Studios for another rendition of the Frequency Horizon radio program. The sunsets get better, the days get warmer. I'm glad you could come along for the ride because you know we have as our mandate here to bring you the freshest tracks, interesting vibes as you roll along on whatever frequency you're heading on, day in and day out, whether that's surfing, hiking, or bettering yourself tuned in here for another installment and we've got you one we're gonna start out with a little bit of a recap of the duct tape invitational many of you may have checked it out others a little busy with the work playing relaxing we get it we'll have a little bit of a look back at what took place last weekend in the wind and waves and make sure if you want to see more, go to FrequencyHorizon.com. You can see a cool photo gallery, high-res images by an eastern Vancouver Island photographer. We'll play that Radio Tread track we debuted last week. Odd and and Boards of Canada mashup that I think you might be getting to know. Plenty more on the way. Stick with us. Because this is the Frequency Horizon. been loving this artist a lot recently looking forward into new releases high contrast is now putting out we've got this one eternal Optimus. i want to throw it on the schedule every once in a while here we go and don't forget this beautiful purple and peach sunrise sunset ongoing right now contrast with a lovely song by the name of eternal optimist because how can you not be optimistic on a day like this here we have hybrid minds meant to be Tad. The old hybrid minds on the decks. That song's called Meant to Be. I think it's time to move into James Blake. Limit Limit to
1: your love.
0: As we settle into the dusk.
1: Is it truth or death? There's a limit to your care, there's a limit to your love. Like a waterfall and slow. Come up with no option There's a limit to your love Your love, your love, your love There's a limit to your care So carelessly there Is it a truth to or care, care. There's a limit to your care There's a limit to your care So carelessly there There's a limit to your care war falling slow, like a war falling slow, like a map with no, like a map with no, there's a limit to your love, there's a limit to your love, your love, your love.
0: That's a full-on 4 minutes and 26 seconds of James Blake. Limit to your love. But when I hear that, it makes me feel like there just might be no limit to the kind of audio production that man can put into the universe. So last weekend, we had something that was celebrating duct tape in a way that Red Green never would. We're talking about a surf competition sponsored by Vance, that took place, of all places, on South Chesterman Beach. I wasn't able to make it myself, but I wanted to make sure that you guys got a recap of this lovely event. So, we have tonight Deborah Reeves, a surfer, longboarder, and historian, a.k.a. co-chair of the board of Surfrider Pacific Rim. Plenty of other things that she's got, hats that she wears, but here she is in studio. Thanks for, for joining us.
2: Hi, Drew. Thanks for having me tonight.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's a lovely evening. We got the door open to the studio because it's, you know, enjoyable to be as a, you know, the light out front turns to dark blue and you got the sunset to the left. Uh, You have a lovely day today?
2: I had a great day today and this is such a sweet space. It's just uh, soaking in the sunset and loving your tunes so far and yeah, it was a great day. I actually went out for a surf this morning at Cox and uh i was kind of <laughs> watching the conditions and kind of feeling for the competition because the wind had backed off and there was actually some self-swell coming in and um but that's just the way it goes
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was still pretty small and i drove by at long beach just now like maybe an hour or two ago it looked fairly clean like nice. you know but it was like quite quite small just from a quick look but yeah. uh Sounds like there was a bit of size at Cox. Was it enjoyable being out there? Yeah, it was
2: great. No, it was. It was good. It was. Uh, it's always a good day in the water. So,
0: I I did a little like border pair yesterday. Finally, after six months of to eight months of one of my boards being out of commission from a little mishap on the rocks at uh, North Chesterman one nice. day, like <laughs> quite a while ago, in one of those pre-winter storms. And uh, yeah, it was it was nice to be out there last night at Cox too. Just remembering some like what it's like to ride on a longer board at Cox, that can be quite fun. And, you know, that's, that's something that we saw this past weekend, longboarders in action for what was titled the, the Joel Tudor, Van, the Vans Joel Tudor duct tape invitational, I believe.
2: Yeah, that's correct.
0: So you were there, uh, you know, what, what did you kind of see? How would you put it in perspective, what you saw sitting at the tent watching, you know, what was the sights before your eyes?
2: Wow. Um, well, unfortunately, on Saturday, I had to work a little bit, which isn't a bad thing. I work at a surf shop in town. I live to surf. So that's pretty awesome. Um, and I was at the um, Pacific Rim uh, surf rider tent a little later in the day and helped out a bit with the clean with Michelle and stuff like that. So going down to the beach, uh, it was pretty exciting. It was pretty it packed up lots of people. Um, beautiful sunshiny day but heavy winds so it's kind of kind of heartbreaking when you have all this talent that comes to your town and you just kind of want to watch them on you know shoulder high peeling clean beautiful waves and it wasn't like that but the stuff that they were doing on the waves was absolutely mind-blowing because they were making magic out of nothing like it was it was unreal so and the vibe down there was really sweet it was really chill and um, Vans had a community barbecue set up, and there was lots of kids, and tons of photographers and videographers, and yeah, sweet tunes, and I don't know, it was just a really good vibe.
0: You're a more experienced surfer than I am, and you know more, a little more about this community, just having lived here for a number of years, or um, as I'm still relatively new. What would be the reason why they would have chosen South Chesterman for the competition during conditions like we saw this past weekend?
2: Yeah, I, I was kind of interesting because I, I think, you know, it's like, I was thinking about that when they planned the competition. It's like when you plan to get married, you pick a date and you hope for the best weather-wise. And uh, so it's kind of crazy, but on the days that they had chosen for the comp, the winds were really, really pretty bad wind. Um, and they wanted to hold it at Cox Bay or Chest- North Chesterman, depending on what the swell conditions were doing. Unfortunately, the wind was super heavy on shore. And the swell was picking up. And we also had really extreme tides. So it was kind of cool in a way um, they held the competition. So it would be the best optimum conditions for the surfers that were involved to showcase what they were doing. Um, and that's kind of something special because when we have our competitions here, they do choose the beach according to what the stuff like what's going on out there as far as conditions go. But because there's so many competitors, they're on a time schedule. So... You start and you go with the tide, whatever it is, depending on your heat. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really interesting. So it was nice to see it at South, too, because it's kind of a really intimate beach. Um, and there's just some really amazing backdrop with, uh, it's pretty dramatic with the rock right there. And um, you can be kind of tucked out of the wind. And so it was the best that they had to choose from with, on the two days.
0: So the t- it was really interesting because, you know, I saw the signs pointing towards, you know, Chesterman Road. And I was like, well, wouldn't they put the signs more on Lynn Road, right? Because I thought it was going to be at North Chesterman. I remember just going to competitions, for example, at Cox, at North Chesterman, you know, Queen of the Peak. I'm thinking the, you know, the Rip Crow Pro, all these kind of events. But even surfers in town, the amount of times people have said, let's hit South Chesterman. Very minimal. And the times that it has been said, it's been like a kook that didn't know what they were talking about and you get there, and it's like, it was terrible. So it was like, cool to know that that beach has something to offer, and, you know, especially to pro surfers in unique conditions, so.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you get different swells at different times of the year, you know, so we're coming into our summertime, so we're getting a lot more south swell, and places like Long Beach and South Chesterman do work, um, and it just depends on what's going on day of, and conditions change sometimes, in one hour to the next, you know. So, um, yeah, all the beaches have something to offer. It just depends on what's going on with condition wise.
0: I saw that the shelter was packed. You know that the past weekend I saw that. You know, Jax was packed. There was a lot of energy in this town, partly brought on by that. You know, I believe they're at Long Beach Lodge, and you know, talked to a few servers that said you know there was they could feel the energy was quite palpable. And but at the end of the day. They were in the competition to to try to get scores and get to the top of the rankings. And I figured I'd ask you who who ended up winning the event.
2: Well, um, it was uh, Justin Quintel. And I think he's won three or four times. Um, And I got to watch him in the final. And it was pretty outstanding. He's incredible. Just like dancing and his maneuvers were it was, it was pretty dreamy.
0: <laughs> the thing about that too, right, is that the, that's the whole focus of the competition. It wasn't necessarily on shredding the hardest or whatever. It was really they wanted to put innovation and creativity and I guess some of that traditional longboarding spirit into the event. Did, it, did you see that in evidence uh, in the competition? Yeah,
2: absolutely. And just, you know, just following Joel Tudor through video and, um, you know, Kind of, he's kind of one of the icons that I look up to in longboarding. He's not one of the originals by far, but he's definitely kind of—he's pretty amazing. And um, sorry, what was the question?
0: (laughs) Yeah, who 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 came in? Do you have the second place? Yeah, I do. So,
2: um, so Harrison Roach came in fourth. Uh, Troy Mother's Head, who I think is from. Um, San Clemente and then uh, Nate Strom who's the the Grom, I think he's 16, so he was pretty vamped up, pretty stoked, and then Justin Quintel and I think, uh, I read on the inaugural uh, Joel Tudor duct tape that happened in Florida Justin wasn't invited, but he invited himself and he just showed up and I believe he won. So he's um, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting watching him. But <laughs> just the level of skill and talent and fun. So you mentioned fun. Uh, the whole kind of feeling behind the contest is like Joel Tudor himself says, if they're not having fun, he doesn't want them in the contest. And so it's quite different than like the competitive circuit where it's, you know, kind of paddle battle, and it's like pretty can be quite aggressive and stuff like that. This is really styly and they're focusing on kind of style and maneuvers and, you know, wave selection and um, yeah.
0: And it's really, it did show because I have a photo gallery that I've put up there on FrequencyHorizon.com you guys can check out from the first day of the competition. Courtesy of Vancouver Island photographer, uh, Eastern Vancouver Island photographer Victor Victor with a K, by the way, Davare. He's a very talented photographer, and just a few shots up there you can check out. And one thing you'll notice when you look at them, everyone's smiling, everyone's having a good time. Whether getting creamed by a wave or just doing silly, you know, uh, you know party waves. uh, That was part of the competition as well. You know, it did seem like the type of event that Tofino can embrace because this is a pretty fun-loving place, I'd say.
2: Yeah, definitely, and I think it, you know, um, just, it's pretty exciting having, you know, some of the best longboarders on the planet show up in your home break, and celebrating longboarding, we're kind of moving into that season, and, you know, summertime brings smaller waves, and it's pretty gentle and sunny, and that kind of, you know, kind of spirit, and, uh, yeah, it was... I think it was great for the community.
0: We'll be back in a second to talk more with Devo because you know there's lots more on the, on the plate as far as you know just what's going on in this community. Uh, Pacific Sur- Surfrider Foundation uh, is does great work. We can we can talk about the beach cleanup in a second, but first I wanted to play, and this is a request going out to you know a lovely individual working hard at McQuinnah getting the liquor to the people that need it. This one is Odessa, say my name. So Deza, say my name. I just cracked one of these pale ales. So cheers. Hope you enjoyed the song. It features Zyra.
3: It's
0: 9.34 on a Tuesday evening. What a lovely evening it is. Thanks again for coming in here, Devo.
2: Thanks for having me, and thanks for the fresh beer. It says "so fresh, so forest." (laughs)
0: Kind of like that. (laughs) It's like it's such a great, like it's like straight up marketing right at you, but in like a very decent way.
2: It's good. I just hope I don't burp into the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Might happen.
0: These are like yeah, that's like (laughs) important radio skills that we're learning one day at a time. So now I wanted to like recap for a second. There, the duct tape invitational that took place over the weekend. If anyone was, you know, they didn't have a chance to make it out, the waves were smaller the first day, they were a little bit larger the second day, and I, I think that, if I heard correctly, the first day was actually cut short because of the wind. Is that right? That's
2: correct, yeah.
0: Does that happen often in surf competitions?
2: Um, geez.
0: I guess they have to always play by Mother Nature play to some extent. Play by ear. Right? I
2: mean, um, a couple of years the for the uh, Queen of the Peak um, we've had some pretty significant swell and and super foggy and you can't see in right North Chesterman and it's pretty massive out there and so it's kind of yeah it's kind of hit and miss. Um,
0: have you ever have you ever um, signed up for the Queen of the Peak? I've
2: been in the Queen of the Peak every year. Oh really. Um, <laughs> And some years it's just so big, and I'm not—I'm uh, not a very skilled surfer, and I'm not very brave in larger waves and head high, so I kind of suck. Um, so I, yeah, I'm a—I'm a, I'm a bit of a timid small wave rider.
0: I hear it's like a really great atmosphere for the competitors in Queen of the Peak.
2: It's incredible. Like the our female surf culture on the Canada's west coast is unique world in the whole world Like it's it's super unique and it's uh it's pretty rad going out into the water and you're in a lineup that's 50 50 50 girls and 50 you know 50 percent girls 50 percent guys and uh the girls are all pretty supportive of each other and pushing each other and you know it's 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 great yeah
0: that's for the uh the rip crow pro in general, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in general,
2: but the Queen of the Peak is is pretty phenomenal. Like it's a weekend that's just celebrating women and mm-hmm. surf and some pretty amazing talent. Like we've got some some of the younger girls coming up are dynamite. Like,
0: and and you're actually in a way a surf his, a historian, a surf historian. I like to throw that uh, term out there. I was just wondering, as far as the Duct Tape uh, Weekend, what was the connection from your standpoint uh, between? You know, le- the history of surfing or the hi- what you tied in as far as the historical element. What tickled your historical funny bone, should we say? Um,
2: well, I guess for the historical part of it, uh, I'm really interested in surf- surfing's r- roots and uh, love the story behind it and, uh, you know, I love what's happening modern day. But I also love the pioneers um, that have kind of brought the sport forward and all the de- board development and, um, and all kind of the art and the culture that goes along with that. And uh, so this weekend, because I am a longboarder and, you know, got like some of the world's best longboarders showing up at your doorstep, um, that was pretty exciting. I also, because of um, my historical love, I've been trying to slowly start Canada's first surf museum. And I started that project just about three years ago and I was going pretty hard on it and had a, uh, a very small exhibit out at the Inquisitive Centre in the park in their museum there, and that was really awesome, and uh, it's something that I, I really would love to see come forward in the future. I have kind of backed off on that, just to take a breath, <laughs> and I started a couple other projects to, to keep my you know my love of, of story going. But um, I, through the project, the West Coast Surf Shack, I was gifted a uh, 1962 Hobie, and that um, came to me through a very interesting route but it was um a 16th birthday gift to a surfer from california who then came up to, and was a south island surfer
0: and and that like a hobie would be basically like a particular type of surfboard hobie
2: surfboard yeah
0: like is it's that one classic. of the big old style ones that you just see yeah. the in like when you go around town the hawaiian pictures or people yeah are and hobie was um,
2: he was While reported to be the first surfer that surfed Pipeline, that's been disputed. Um, He was really pretty integral in bringing, you know, kind of new kind of techniques forward in the uh, 50s and 60s of longboarding and uh, kind of some new design. So instead of just going be able to go straight on these big huge boards down the line, he started creating kind of a hull-like shape in the board, so you could be a little bit more dynamic on the on the wave and. Um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Anyway, this board was a gift to the 16-year-old guy who ended up coming up to uh, South Island and he wrote it there. He didn't like the way the board wrote and he took out the original fin and tried an experimental fin box, which was kind of happening in the 60s, late 60s, and then he gave the board to Kent Fitty. actually he sold it to him, and Kent Fitty was one of the gentlemen that was uh, responsible for starting the first um, Surf school that was on Long Beach in the park back in the 70s. And that was sponsored by the Canadian government. So that's pretty cool.
0: So so that was in like the s- 60s or 70s? That was, wait, it,
2: it was, uh, I think it went from 72 to 74 in there. It went for uh, three years, two years in the park.
0: I heard that's where, I heard that. Um, and there was a surf surf school there.
2: That was yes, the really. surf school. So okay. that's this board was part of that. So that's kind of a big part of our story. And then so the, Kempfitty put the board in his garage, and it stayed there for over 30 years. And then this other gentleman who I work with on the surf project, he found out about the board, got the board, contacted Hobie, the guy who was actually in, the foreman of the Hobie site when the board was built, and had the fin replicated. And so then it was given back to me, and now it's at Storm Surf Shop. Um, And so it's a pretty rare board. It's in really rad condition. Um, And uh, the sister of the gentleman who originally owned the board got a hold of me and she was pretty grateful that the board's being seen and that the story's being shared. So, um, yeah, so Joe Tudor went in and he saw the board At Storm, and uh, he was pretty blown away by it. And he had a lot more to kind of add to the sort of the the uniqueness and the story of the board. And uh, I got to chat with Joel at the beach on Sunday, so that was pretty awesome. I'm trying to not say awesome too much, but it was really
0: awesome. (laughs) I think that's the correct, like, usage of the yeah. phrase awesome. Awesome, yeah, rad, and epic. Awesome. But,
2: um, and sure. so that was really great, I and getting to chat to him. And, um, you know, a lot of people really are, not everybody's stoked about the history of surfing and kind of where stuff has happened, but it's great when you do connect with people who are really in love with the story. And I think the kind of the essence and what's going on with, like, the duct tape kind of shares that love of old school, like, longboarding, and it's not progressive longboarding. It's, like... Focusing on, you know, classic longboard maneuvers. So like nose riding and walking the board and nice beautiful cutbacks, knee drops and
0: Is there like higher points for one maneuver over another? Like is it like, oh man, like riding the nose gets is like that's like a more difficult maneuver, therefore that's more than just, you know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's, like, I mean, there's, like, the classic maneuvers. So, nose riding, trimming, stalling, walking the board, bottom turns, uh, cutbacks, knee drop, um, top turns, reentry, all that kind of stuff. So, really classic style. And having good control on the board and wave selection. So, those are all kind of things that their judges are looking for when they're judging. Um, And, yeah.
0: So what did Joel say to you when you talked to him? Because like what, what, you seem pretty, pretty stoked that he was vibing off that uh, artifact of surf history, and you know, he obviously had something uh, to add as well.
2: Yeah, so i um, kind of shy, but need <laughs> a little bit, so I saw him, and my friend who's Michelle Hall, who I work with with Surfrider, and she's rad, I hope you're listening, Michelle, you're awesome. Um, she's like, just go over and talk to him, so I went over, and I was like, hey, you know, thanks for a cool contest, great vibes, and just seeing all the talent, and I was like, my name's Devorah, I'm with the West Coast Surf Shack, also a Surfrider, rider. And I hear you he checked up my the board that's at Storm, and he just started, you know, kind of telling me a little bit about it and how unique it was. And um, I told him I wanted to get it back into the water. It's going to go for another surf, and we're going to document it. And he thought that was really cool. And then we just started talking about Surfrider, and um, he was so impressed with how clean our beaches are, which is awesome. Um, and that was so nice to hear. And he just said, you know, like, just talked about to stay with Surfrider and just you know, keep promoting it. And try to get people to help out and because we are showcasing our beaches to millions of visitors a year over a million visitors a year and um... the importance of that and trying to get people really involved when they visit to to be a caretaker of the environment and uh... yeah it was just really sweet like he was just really he was really blown away by how beautiful tofino is and our hospitality and just the work we were doing so yeah it was kind of an awe moment for me
0: That's awesome. Well I'm glad you had that connection and uh, I'm glad that the artifact facilitated that connection. It's nice that history played into it a little bit. Um, Obviously Surfrider was a part of the duct tape invitational in the sense that not only did they get the lovely logo on the poster but in fact there was actually a beach cleanup. I was just wondering how that how that turned out. I saw a lot of likes on the Facebook page.
2: Yeah, so um, I'm not too sure exactly about how it all came about, but I know that Michelle Hall was contacted, I think from the district, via Vans and the duct tape invitational to have Surfrider present, and um, and so they we had a lot of volunteers down there, set up the tent, had some great kids games going on, um, and the It's tough having the the beach cleanup happen during events like that because everyone's really focused on the surfing. So I'd have to give a big shout-out to the volunteers that showed up and all the Groms. A lot of Groms did a lot of cleanup that day, and the Groms actually went around. I'm not too sure how they did this exactly, but they ended up raising just over $100 um, and donated that back to Surfrider, and we have donated that to a family in town that has a, a, a sick, child.
0: Oh, congratulations. Well, you know, and that's great. Like, I'm sure that's, you know, the, the need will be met in, you know, one way or another as far as that. So, um, yeah, thanks for explaining a little bit about that. We're gonna come back in a second with Devora from Surfrider and, you know, avid surfer and, believe it or not, brand new blogger. So we'll talk about that. Let's get a couple songs in and we'll see you in a second. Go to peopleofthesurf.com.
4: That's
0: it. Yep. And in the meantime, <laughs> you'll know what we're talking about. So, here's some great tunes. Just us up. Eplay up Epley from 2002 next up we have a brand new track I came across I figured I'd throw out there for you it's the unknown mortal orchestra the world is crowded stay with the frequency horizon tonight because we've got some new Radiohead. head first debuted last week on this show and dark necessities the brand new red hot chili peppers track Was the Unknown Mortal Coil with The World is Crowded and I wanted to play that song because El Tofino is going to get crowded. It's just, just get ready for it. It's all good. Just take a deep breath. We're, we'll get through this together. You, me, and everyone else all the, you know, 10,000 tourists a night, but um, it'll be all good. Hope you enjoyed the song. Here's Odd and Sisters, The Boards of Canada Remix. Promise I'd play it. It's the third time, does the charm for the frequency horizon, and I can't get enough of it. Enjoy. Fade out there on Sisters by Boards of Canada, remixing, Odd and Awesome, great track, getting hard into the WordPress here in studio, I've been doing, you may have started to figure it out, frequencyhorizon.com is up and at them, in beta version for sure, so send me your critiques if you like, I'm all ears, you know, what do you want to see, we got a new section that we're going to start to build out, we got lovely photography Toto Santos, you heard us talk about it on the program several episodes ago, and we got a little gallery for you there. A lot of things to check out on FrequencyHorizon.com. It's a bit like a blog, and in fact, we have Devorah Reeves here in studio, a surfer, longboarder historian, who was telling us a little bit about the Surf History Art Culture Project. But, newer on her agenda is People of the Surf. Check it out at Peopleofthesurf.com. What is that all about?
2: Not People of the Corn.
0: Not People of the Corn. Great, you know, (laughs) creepiest, Um, (laughs) creepiest, you know, horror horror movie
2: ever. Um, So, People of the Surf. uh, Like I mentioned before, I was um, like spearheaded a museum project three and a half years ago-ish in there, and uh, I kind of felt like I had come to sort of a standstill with the project, and where I started the project from was Love Story and kind of the people that I meet continuously through surfing. And those are artists, musicians, photographers, surfers, filmmakers, chefs, rad people. <laughs> um, and
0: the and list goes on. And the list like, goes yeah. on. And, and, so, and then as as one does, you know, you meet a lot of cool people through surfing and, yeah, you know, and why not categorize it somehow?
2: So I felt um, my true passion of was this sort of, Documenting these stories and and sharing them, and I kind of felt that I wanted to take a step back, but I wanted to kind of honor my creative creative spirit, and so I created people of the surf so I could start sharing these stories, doing interviews with these people, and not necessarily Tofino-based people. And um, yeah, so I've had I think, five blogs up so far, blog posts up so far, and I've got a couple of really cool ones. That are going to be coming in the next few days, and one of them is a woman photographer that I met through the West Coast Surfshack project. We've been pen pals for about the last six months. She's based out of San Clemente, and uh, through our kind of discussion online, she decided she was going to come up and shoot the duct tape invitational. And so she got on a plane and had quite an adventure getting up here and uh, froze her ass off, if I can say that on air. On, uh, on the beach because she wasn't really used to the weather. It was pretty cold. Um, But she's been doing some amazing photographs, and uh, you can see them on the West Coast Shack. and you can look for her Q&A that's coming up pretty quick. Her name's Andrea Coleman, and uh, she's got some pretty styly Longford
0: stuff. You heard it here first on Frequency Horizon coming up. But uh, we have, for example, one of the posts that you can see is about Pud Fluff, Jake McFadden. Yeah. That's someone that I see out in the surf quite frequently. You know, it's nice to see these guys that are just, you know, bouncing around, you know, living their life, but also really focusing on whether it's, you know, their artistic passions as far as rap music goes or pushing themselves in the surf, having a blast, you know, ripping for waves. Like, why do you want to tell these stories? What is it about? you know about your love for art and surf and and blogging I guess it really makes you want to put this out there
2: yeah I just its a good question um, just really love meeting new people and kind of that journey of where um, meeting people and their story takes you and it kind of tumbles into another story another person another experience and um, and the common factor within it all is surfing which I absolutely love and that's kind of a, such a huge part of my life and um, yeah I just I, I, it's, its love a story and love of meeting new people and kind of finding that outlet and being able to share it and I just sat down with Gudo from um, he works at Live to Surf but he's been charging huge waves in uh, at Jaws this past winter and so just the chance to get to sit down with somebody and talk to them about an experience that I'm never gonna experience but to just
0: Is that this photo right here?
2: Guto charging jaws, yeah, forty foot face. Um, So that's, to me, that's that's life. That's rad. And if I can help share that experience to other people, then. That's
0: awesome. That's a super critical section that he's, like, rocking right there. Yeah. You yeah. can check it out. Guys, check it out right now. Peopleofthesurf.com. Bookmark it. You know, set, send it up on the Facebook, you know, like, get it out there. Why not? Because what I noticed and what I like about it is that it has a very kind of, um, has a bright feel to it, you know? It has that kind of, well, the most recent post, sick lick pops and longboarding styles to an awesome soundtrack. You know, it it's it actually has some really cool imagery of, you know, basically popsicles and that. So yeah,
2: yeah, Sarah Sarah G making beautiful popsicles and sort of where her passion came from and you know and she's just a person in the surf who's just really stoked and I think a lot of times in publications you you hear about the top five or the top ten and um, there's just so much else going on and. Uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot. Everybody's got a story, and so I think it's really interesting, and it just adds a lot more depth to an already an amazing culture and story.
0: Everyone has their own bit to add to the culture. I always say that. So thanks for tuning in here to Frequency Horizon, getting your stoke on. Make sure you go out surfing tomorrow if you have the chance, and uh, or just head down to the beach. You know, get outside. You know, do a little little outdoors work work workout or a who knows a little hike. One way or the other, enjoy this place we call it Tofino. Thanks for coming in tonight. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me. And before I go, I, I just wanted to ask me um, when we were talking last night about the uh, the wave share and the and in that. And I kind of looked it up, but I didn't get very far with it. And I was talking to a friend out of, from San Clemente last night, and I guess it kind of embodies that whole joyful, playful spirit of old school longboarding. And so
0: like the idea of having a party wave with a party wave clients. and that
2: you actually get points for it and you get money for it and so in surfing and competitions wave sharing isn't caring like it's no sharing isn't caring kind of thing it's kind of frowned upon yeah
0: so. yeah. well like everyone just like loves it when you drop in on them right absolutely <laughs> that's like my favorite thing to do because people love it so much yeah, right you
2: win friends really fast <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't do yeah. It. No, don't.
0: If you're listening, don't do it. <laughs>
2: Unless you're on a longboard and you guys if are holding If pants.
0: you're surfing for the first time tomorrow and you're listening to the frequency <laughs> in right now, don't do it. Oh, we're joking. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so uh-huh. but actually I wanted to ask, do you know where the name duct tape invitational came from?
2: I actually don't, and I did look that up last night too, <laughs> so I um, I liked what you had on your blog post. It's kind of like you imagine you ding your board and you haven't got time to fix it, so you just throw some duct tape on it and off you go.
0: But you know what? The thing about that was, okay, and uh, that was the day when it was like one of the first small days at Cox, and it was really interesting because uh, Jamie O'Brien was surfing in the lineup, and first of all, I felt bad for him. On me. a
2: blow-up donkey or...?
0: Uh, he was surfing on... <laughs> he was he was doing like um board transfers that okay, day
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> for his like uh who is job series anyways so like actually i had my board was like still had a hole in it was only like semi-fixed but i was like i wanted to get out there so bad i didn't know even know he was out there but i wanted to get out there and uh i actually like was like what i'm gonna do i tried masking tape or like no i tried surf <laughs> stickers like I don't know, like just threw it on there, some Volcom sticker or whatever, and then it's like it uh, didn't stick. So I was like, is there someone on the beach? Have duct tape? Like I actually was looking for duct tape. Did not find duct tape, but luckily uh, Jamie O'Brien's photographer w- w- was there. He-, he let me camera tape, which sort of worked for a bit. So like actually, that's the photo I used with my pre-post for the duct tape and waves uh, blog post that I did. Is actually from that day when I basically was looking for duct tape. So I can hit the waves.
2: Perfect. Maybe you got Maybe you can give away a prize or something for somebody who can tell you where duct tape.
0: <laughs> the duct invitational tape comes oh, yeah. from. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, we'll give you. Um,
2: I don't know. we we'll you, you can. Get part, you can
0: The first You can have one of these. One of these beers. There, there you go. go. Nice. Actually, I don't cool. know if that's legal. You might not be able to legal. do.
2: So if you can't duck it. <laughs> If There's you more to this, this thing, but I can't say it
0: on air. Exactly. There you go. There that's, you go. That's you fine. know what that one. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah. Okay. Thanks, thanks for, for having in, me and,
2: uh, sharing yeah, and
0: sharing the um, Stoke and yeah, you know, giving us a little recap of this Vans. It's called the. Um, I'm gonna say it right this time, the Vans Joel Tudor Duct Tape Invitational 2016.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for the video to come out.
0: That's right. Stay tuned because we got first of all Radiohead "Burn the Witch." And later on, we'll play some brand new Red Hot Chili Peppers. radiohead burn the witch now we're going to move into an older radiohead song house of guards but stay with us because we got the dark necessities from the red hot chili peppers right next
4: If the structure will collapse.
0: for that one it's kind of trippy not quite kaleidoscopic but quite glitchy next up dark necessities a danger mouse produced track for the red hot chili peppers from a new album i think you might find this is their best work since californication i'll let you decide jelly peppers with the brand new track dark necessities and i'm going through some really dark moments right now and that's like kind of i mean that humorously but not so much because i just i I just tried some of this hot sauce from calypso that new uh the new jamaican joint in town i guess they're naming it and they've given us some free hot sauce to try and I think I tried too much because I'm going through the worst pain in my mouth right now that you can imagine so I'm just going to throw in this brand new high contrast track remind me and uh, I think you'll like it just maybe don't picture me like freaking out right now High contrast with Remind Me Doesn't need to grow on you It hits you the first time As far as I'm concerned This next track We're gonna revive Revive Doing better by the way As far as The mouthful issues go In terms of this hot sauce You know I had a little bit Like maybe 20 minutes ago Like a whole shot of it And it really didn't affect me sure why but the second time just had a little taste and boom it was it so i guess maybe head down to clip so let them know what you think the spice should be called Here's club cheval from the basement to the roof the oliver remix
3: We'll be
5: I'm Jeff from, from Tofino Co-op Hardware.
6: Are you new to the community or just putting off getting that co-op number we keep asking you for?
5: Why not invest $10 and become a lifetime member owner?
6: Our member owners will receive 5% in cash back and equity on all their purchases made throughout the year.
5: Your membership is good at all of our locations. Grocery store, gas bar, Tofino Life clothing, and of course the hardware store. This also gives you a vote at our annual meetings.
6: So take five minutes to stop by our admin office. Invest in yourself and your community. Easy peasy, right, G?
5: Yeah, easy peasy, Shari. Co op,
3: you're, you're at home here. <laughs> This of the Glitch Mob, and you're listening to the Frequency
0: Alive Here's another James Blake track. As the twilight gets full on to darkness, we're on the radio, and this track is called Radio Silence. James Blake's James Blake, singular reminding us what radio silence sounds like. Devorah Reeves was in Tough City Radio Studios not long ago. Minutes, moments... She wanted me to play an older surf track, old surf movie ball. This one's not that old. I played it before. I'm going to play it again. This is Coma by DJ Sasha. DJ Sasha scored new emissions of light and sound. If you haven't seen it before, check it out. This is one of the songs for me. DJ Sasha with Coma. Now we're going to give the second play of a song that we threw out there earlier in the show last week. It's dusky. Ingrid is a hybrid. Just let it roll you into the evening and this evening it's closer to midnight we know DJ Zoico's on the way but for now enjoy these slower poppy vibes Dusky, Ingrid is a hybrid. And in 20 seconds time, we'll have the prodigy get your fight on. The song is Paradise by Coldplay. But before that, we had Break with Duck for cover. Previous to that, the prodigy, get your fight on. But
7: it flew away from her reach, so she ran away in a
4: sleep.
5: opportunity in tofino smashing glasses event rentals is for sale a successful business in the rapidly growing wedding industry it's a turnkey seasonal business with many opportunities to grow and expand 2016 is guaranteed to be a busy year the calendar is already solidly booked if you want to live in Tofino, work your own schedule, have free time to travel, and avoid the risk of starting your own business, this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. Please direct all inquiries through the email at smashingglasses.ca. That's smashingglasses.ca. If you're looking for a new opportunity in a booming business, email us today. Hey tough city, my name is Mark and I'm the new chef of the Fish Store and Oyster Bar. Located at 368 Main Street in the Shore Building, you can come in and grab some fresh local seafood from our fish store to go, or sit down to eat and try our brand new menu for the summer. Come in and say hi. Look forward to meeting you at the Fish Store and Oyster Bar. The Fish Store and Oyster Bar. Don't waste another minute.
6: Go say hi! Hi, I'm Shari.
5: And I'm Jeff from Tofino Tofino Co-op Hardware.
6: Are you new to the community or just putting off getting that co-op number we keep asking you for?
5: Why not invest $10 and become a lifetime member owner?
6: Our member owners will receive 5% in cash back and equity on all their purchases made throughout the year.
5: Your membership is good at all of our locations. The grocery store, gas bar, Tofino Life Clothing, and of course the hardware store. This also gives you a vote at our annual meetings
6: So take five minutes to stop by our admin office Invest in yourself and your community Easy peasy, right G?
5: Yeah, easy peasy, Shari
6: Co-op, you're You're at home here (laughs)
3: Nice
0: Big thanks to Devorah Big thanks to all the creators on this globe. Put out amazing tracks this week. Cheers to my memory for kicking in as far as some favorite old tracks. I hope you enjoyed. And thanks to Kat from Aquina for that amazing selection as far as Adezza is concerned. Haven't played any Adezza on this show before, so hope you enjoyed it. One last song by an individual who made a mix that's been capturing my heart for the last couple weeks, playing games with my mind in a, the best way possible, and that's Tycho. I'm not going to play anything from that mix today, but I will play an old favorite. It's Epigram. Stay tuned. DJ Zoico's next. If you want to get your fill, go to facebook.com frequencyhorizon or frequencyhorizon.com.